1: Hey, 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 welcome everybody to Beauty Inside and Out, and I want to thank all of you for giving me the gracious opportunity to do a lot of pre-records over the last uh, few weeks, and partly is because I moved. I moved from Arizona to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Um, so I'm settling into my new home here and uh, adjusting to the demographics and the weather change and everything else that's going on here, but I'm excited to be able to be with you live today, and certainly I'm excited to be able to share with you my guest. So, you know, we talk about the power of beauty. We all understand that beauty has a place in all of our lives, even if we don't dive into it too deeply and we just, we're subtle about our beauty, and then some people are, you know, maybe over the top with our beauty, but what we do know to be true is that the consumer is ultra savvy today, and they want what they want when they want it. And there's just no arguing about that. And like any industry, I think the music industry went through this, where it got incredibly fragmented. In other words, I didn't want to have to wait for the album to come out and go buy the album like back in the good old days. If I wanted a song, I wanted the song right then, and I wanted to hear it. I didn't want to wait for the radio to play it over and o- you know over and over again. I wanted it, and I want it now. And so as we saw industries kind of fragment down. Beauty is no different. Uh, The consumers are making the demands. And my guest today is David Stanko, and he is one of the most accomplished colorists in America. And he's currently just took a position as VP of uh, Technical Development and Education for Madison Reed. And he's going to share with us all of the good stuff about Madison Reed and his new position and how he's moved to San Francisco. Um, But, David, welcome
2: Thank you, Bonnie. My pleasure to be here. Finally, we get to hang out together.
1: We get to hang out together, yes. Yeah. So David and I have known each other. We've crossed paths for many, many years um, and have been in the industry for many, many years. And we've you know, spent that time working and educating with manufacturers. But let's go back a few years. And I, I want to hear a little bit more about the history because there's kind of a, a gap for me in, in all the things that you've accomplished. Okay.
2: Oh, my where shall I start? At the very beginning?
1: <laughs>
0: sure.
2: Well, this uh, this year celebrates 32 years in the beauty industry for me. And uh, I got my start back in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at a crossroads and decided that I could go to beauty school just the way my sister did. I saw the mannequin heads and the rollers in the kitchen, and I thought, I can do that too. So, Just after high school, I joined beauty school in Pittsburgh, Beauty Academy, where I'm in the alma mater now with such greats as Brad Johns and Beth Minardi and Arnold Zegarelli. So I'm Mm. in good company there. Very good company. And um, I started working in Pittsburgh as an assistant because that's what you did back then. And you weren't really a true assistant until you went home crying a couple times, you know, (laughs) when you had (laughs) sort of the mean clients and You may have gotten someone's collar wet or something like that. And um, I worked at a salon called Reveille in Pittsburgh with a husband and wife, Donna and Larry Blanchard, and I'm still very good friends with both of them. Uh, Donna was masterful at styling and masterful at consulting and working with the very, very wealthy and society influential women in Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, I... It's kind of interesting, Bonnie. I sort of looked around one day as I was holding foils and I saw a group of very busy hairdressers, well-appointed, well-dressed, a full book of clients. And I had this elder body experience and I thought, hmm, these folks are really busy. But I got the impression that they were punching in, doing a day full of clients and punching out. And I thought, I bet there's more to this industry. And so I started to go to school, Vidal Sassoon, and uh, then I joined a company called Italy Hair Fashion. And that I remember was an Italian them. hair color company. You know, it's funny, I was just in uh, Bologna for Cosmoprof. And 28 years later, I run into the management team of Italy Hair Fashion and took pictures. And one of the guys came up to me and I said, My name is David Stanko. And he said, I know who you are. You're written into the history of our company. And I thought, oh,
1: wow. That's, that's such a great story.
2: Oh, my, that was impactful. Gave me pause. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I really got to sort of cut my teeth with Italy. I traveled all over the U.S. and Canada and did a tour for a couple of months through Taiwan and launched Hair Color there. And oddly enough, at the Italy stand in in Bologna, the gentleman that was my host, Mr. Hong, brought me um, through all of through Taiwan. And I meet his son, who is now taking his footsteps and working for the company and his son is nearly 40 years old now. I was
1: shocked. <laughs> that can't be. We're not even 40 yet.
2: <laughs> I can't even believe that. You're right, Barney. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, with Italy, I had a great time. And um, I parted the company as artistic director, but I really enjoyed working with the manufacturer side of things. And uh, I got connected with the Redkin Group back in 1996. And I left Pittsburgh and moved to New York. Um, Redken was just sort of fresh off of the West Coast and rebranded in New York City as Redken Fifth Avenue. And I was there to put together the curriculum for all of the Redken Exchange, the Advanced Trading Academies, And uh, that sort of dovetailed into a global marketing position. And I was charged with uh, helping to develop the hair color and lighteners for the company. And that's where I positioned myself for a number of years. And that was just a phenomenal experience to work with the L'Oreal group and specifically with Redken and all our chemists and really learning what the real deal is about hair color.
1: Mm, I can't wait to hear more um, on that because we're going to talk about trends and consumers and what they need to know. Well, hair
2: color is really just fascinating as a category. Not only the psychological part of it, but the chemistry of it is, you know, it's really a phenomenon, as the textbooks say about color chemists, you know, there are phenomenons in hair color that we don't really know what happened. So it's, it's pretty dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Bonnie, it was 2006, I felt that I had a good run. And I think we all can experience that, you know, when you feel that you've matured in a position and you've given everything you can, your heart and your soul, mm-hmm. you're sort of left with what's next. What can I do that's next? I think we've all sort of felt that way. So I I left the company as a full-time employee, and they offered me a consulting contract because I had so much knowledge with the development of hair color and the internal workings. And for the next 11 years, thanks to Pat Parenti, who was the president of L'Oreal's professional product division, I got to travel all over the world and teach and launch hair color and be a brand ambassador for Redken. So that oh, takes us a, up to about amazing. 2017, really. And after that, I uh, took the decision again, you know, feeling like, okay, what's next for me? I love this industry. I love hair color. And uh, that's when I, I left that position with Redken and sort of laid dormant for a few months. So that, that takes us up to now.
1: And so you just recently took on this new position, right, of VP?
2: I did, yes. I I made the decision to join Madison Reed, which is a beauty brand, a strong-quality hair color beauty brand that got our roots in direct-to-consumer business, and they've created a position for me. I feel so blessed, Bonnie, almost every position I've had in the history of my life has been created for me. It's not as if I came in and filled the role of someone else. So I don't know what that means, but I'm appreciative of it, no matter what mm-hmm. that means. So, yeah, I took this position, started in November of 2017, and made the big life decision to exit the East Coast, and I'm now having, um, having a stay on the West Coast for a while.
1: Oh, good. So you move west and I move east, and we've missed each other again.
2: <laughs> I haven't even seen you in an airport anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's usually where I run into people, is in the airport. True. right? Yeah. Well, Lobby good.
2: bars and airports.
1: Well, I know we're going to talk a little bit about Madison Reed, and I'm sure some people are aware of what Madison Reed is and the organization and the success that they've had. Um, and now your new position and how that's going to evolve with the company and everything. but. I want to go back to you being like a very accomplished colorist because, you know, I, I don't know too many people that don't color their hair anymore. Like whether they're doing it at home, whether they're going into a salon, you know, it, at this point doesn't even matter. I think that the, the the consumer is saying, I want my hair to look brilliant. I want it to look bright. I want it to look shiny. I want it to look healthy. I want it to look vibrant. I want it to look young. And so, you know, we're tapping into this really, really huge market. What are some of the things that you've noticed about the consumer in regards to color?
2: Oh, my. There is a huge attention to all things beauty, skin care, hair care, hair color, both for men, both for women, but really specific to hair color, you know, it's about a 50 billion dollar business in the world of retail hair color. That's that's pretty big and uh, I've looked at some of the Madison Reed statistics and we've amassed about 4 million surveys and these are folks that have answered questions that we've collected data from and we know that there's about 45% that do hair color at home, about 36% that do it in a salon and 19% that we call dualists. And those numbers are continuing to evolve. Think just from a societal trend, women are most interested in taking back their beauty a little bit. They're interested in doing hair color on their terms. They're interested in doing it on their own frequency, and they they want some alternatives. So Mm -hmm. as big as hair color is, you know, like in in some of the curly-haired market, they're going back to natural, getting away from certain texturizers and relaxers. But hair color, hair color is morphed into its own category. You know, there's tons of lightener that's taking place out there, lots of bleach work. We've seen an increase in powdered lighteners and cream lighteners because that was just before the big mermaid trend, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: the lightening, we've really honed our skills on painting right now. So as this mermaid trend, trend swims back out to sea, what we'll be left with are the skills that will continue to paint on highlights and do specialty work for women. Because women sort of know that gray coverage is important to them, but a lot of women also like to lighten up a little bit. A few strands here and there, face framing pieces. So that's sort of a, I don't know, Bonnie, it's sort of a, a return to the glamour, the sophisticated, the pretty girl hair that's always made us money in the salon. That's sort of our bread and butter. Mm
1: So I think in terms of... Yeah, go ahead, David.
2: Just in in terms of trends, you know, we'll come in and out of the fad stuff, but the staple is going to be, number one, great coverage. Number two, some form of lightening, whether it's baby lights or traditional foil or painting or ombre, whatever you want to call it. And that's really, that's where it's happening.
1: Yep, I'm, I agree with you on that, and I would say I'm I'm the dualist. I sometimes do my own hair, as I am a licensed cosmetologist, but sometimes I just do it myself, um, oh. and then sometimes, of course, I have to go into the salon and have them just brighten me up or balance me out or tone me down, um, all oh, right. of that good stuff, <laughs> it makes a sense, but you know, I, when I first started doing hair, and uh, the product called Cellophane's was very popular uh, at the time that I started in the salon. Um, and, you know, and it was just like, you know, you just take it out of a bottle and you you stick it in a bottle and you just squirt it on the hair. That's what it was like. And a lot of times you did it in the back sink because they were very vibrant colors like the mermaid colors are today. Um, and I just remembered thinking that, you know, this person wanted kind of this nice burgundy red and she came out flaming pink. Um, right. <laughs> and I just remembered looking at her in the sink and thinking... Oh my, now what do I do? And of course, there wasn't a lot of education and knowledge back in the day at that time to be able to fix things. There was like, you know, one person in the salon that might have had an experience before that could guide you a little bit. So that has changed so much in our industry. Hairdressers are so much more educated today. There's so much education available. And I know that you're a big part of that. Um, opportunity for hairdressers to be trained, but I'm curious what, what, what was one of your stories back in the day of some of your, some of your not so great hair coloring jobs?
2: Oh my. I remember so so vividly, no pun intended, <laughs> I was um, finishing beauty school, and I, had must, I must have had at least one class in foil highlighting. Of course, I thought that I could do this. And uh, my sister was visiting Pittsburgh from Virginia, and from the beauty school clinic, I bought a packet of basic white, and 20 volume developer, and I had my foils, clips, combs, and ready to go. And I started with my sister. At least I was smart enough to start in the front. And I mean, I was really moving, Bonnie. It was 20, 25 minutes had passed, and I must have had three or four foils in that head. I was I was jamming. Uh, well, I started to run out of bleach. So then I added more developer to thin it out. So now I'm working with less lightener. So my poor sister, the front left of her head was sort of steamed milk blonde. And I had run out of product and I took a vent brush and I painted the tips of the vent brush with this diluted bleach formula and started brushing it through the rest of her hair. So she was a lovely sunset orange through her crown and back with streams of Starbucks milk through the rest of her hair. It was awful, and it was on a Friday. So uh, I was calling everyone I knew what to do, and I ended up using a Clairol semi permanent, you know, natural instincts or beautiful browns or something to tint her back. And it was, I'll tell you, I learned a lot. I learned, first of all, know what you're doing before you start. Mm -hmm. I learned that you should have enough supplies with you to finish the job. I also learned um, don't do something unless you know how to fix it. But probably the biggest lesson I learned is don't drink and die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Die with a Y. Oh, Die with yes.
2: the Y. And fortunately, th- this is the sister that went to beauty school. She, you know, took it with a grain of salt. She was, she was that she family was member that let me do it. So yeah, we still laugh we about to, that today. We had
1: to practice on somebody, right? Yeah. Well, good. Oh well, my thanks gosh. for sharing that story. Cause you know, we can't all be high level professionals at what we do without a few struggles in the process of how we got to where we are. And, um, I know that uh, many people have been educated by you, so I'm sure they're excited to hear about this next adventure that you're going to be taking on. So we're going to take a little bit of a break here. Um, and when we come back, David's going to share with us a little bit more about Madison Reed, the organization, his new position, how that's increasing the opportunity for uh, clients to be able to get color. And there's some there's some, some news Um, That I'm sure you're going to share with us And of course we want to hear about some new trends That are coming out as well So stay with us everybody You can find us here on uh, my Facebook page uh, Beauty Inside and Out Show Beauty Inside and Out Radio As well as follow me on Twitter and Instagram Beauty In and Out And Beauty Inside and Out We'll be right back
0: Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com. are you looking to uncover your authentic self looking to improve your communication selling or public speaking skills discover naked audience productions trainings on public speaking leadership sales and healing Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways, from promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal. Finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast. Illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach. And his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty
1: Inside and Out. Hi, welcome back, everybody. My guest, David Stenko, again one of the most accomplished colorists here in America, and he's been involved in many facets of the of the professional beauty industry as a colorist, from learning the craft to being able to help with science and education. He's really helped test and launch and train um, hairstylists and colorists all over the world, and also helped in authoring the Formula Boss volumes one, two, and three. So that's pretty impressive, David. Um, glad Thank to have you. you here. Thank you so much for sharing your history and in our first segment, and a little bit about your career and and you know anybody that I know that that loves beauty, we never leave. This is an industry you don't leave. It's no, an industry there's so that many you,
2: opportunities.
1: Yeah, there really is. But it, it's an industry that just you can evolve in. So you know your story is similar to mine. I just was you know standing behind the chair and working on clients and turning them you know bright pink and realizing, okay, there's got to be more. And I can tell you that I went down the path of the, you know, working for a manufacturer as an educator back in the day because I didn't know how to source the information I needed in order to be great at what I was doing. And when I realized that, you know, the manufacturers like Redken and Matrix and L'Oreal's and, and Clarols, I mean, those are all companies that were great at training, you know, hairdressers to be great hairdressers. And they're still, to this day, they're still out there doing it. But now we have, uh, we have Madison Reed coming into the market here. Um, tell us, first of all, give us a little background and insight about Madison Reed for those of my listeners that don't know the organization.
2: Sure, I'd love to. Madison Reed was formed in 2013, and uh, a woman who I call our fearless leader, Amy Errett, who is the CEO and founder, uh, has a really interesting story how she got into the beauty biz. Uh, Amy has a vast background as a venture capitalist, and you can imagine that folks trained that way are always looking for opportunities. Where can I fit into the mm-hmm. white space? Where can I grow a business? Where can I find a niche? And Amy's quite brilliant at that. Uh, One of her uh, co-founders that she worked with was former Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz. So this is a woman that I was attracted to way many years ago. And I kept my eye on Madison Reed. And uh, as the story goes, Amy was out grocery shopping and her wife called and said, hey, um, can you pick up some hair color for me? And Claire is nearly 100% gray and really enjoys super dark hair color, nearly black Her color and came home. And I could just imagine sitting around, toying with the boxes and looking and reading and just sort of exploring. She was seeing all these ingredients that she wasn't sure about. And, hey, this one has ammonia in it. And I don't know what this means. And I don't know what these ingredients mean. She just started... Super bright woman just started researching all of this and started talking to her friends about, hey, where do you get your hair color done and how often do you do it and what's your method and all that. And after all this research, she came up with the fact that, look, women have primarily two choices. They can buy an inexpensive box of hair color in the drugstore. And the tones are usually very simple and uncomplicated or. They can spend a couple hundred bucks in a salon. And Amy thought, you know what? There's got to be more to this. And that's where the whole concept came up. And she sort of vacillated on this for for a long time. And one morning, her her daughter, 10-year-old daughter, says, Mommy, when are you going to save women's lives? Because as kids (laughs) do, they hear everything their parents talk about. And that was Amy's aha moment. And Amy's daughter's name is Madison Reed. And so Amy wanted to provide a pathway and show her daughter that you can be empowered. You can do anything you want. You can take the status quo and create something interesting. And so Amy's choice was to leave her existing position. And in the spirit of a true entrepreneur, did all her research and created Madison Reed, the hair color company.
1: Oh, that's amazing. I, You know, I, honestly, I was at um, a women who engineer event in San Jose. Um, Oh, gosh, when was it? It was like last summer. Yeah, it was already a summer. And there was some fascinating conversations in there that, you know, venture capitalists had to be able to start business. And I'm sure that Amy, you know, qualifies in one of those high level women that sees an opportunity and then takes advantage of it. So she doesn't know anything about the industry or hair coloring at this point, but she kind of dives into it you know, to be able to say, I want to be that other choice. Kind of like, I mean, this makes sense that she worked for Howard Schultz because, you know, Howard always said, you know, there's work, there's home, and then there's Starbucks. So she's right. looking at it as <laughs> like, okay, so women are struggling with hair color and they're going to a salon, but they're not quite sure what they're doing or how to do it. They're they are lacking the skill set or the education to choose the right one. And she kind of filled that niche. thats That's great. I love that story.
2: Well, you know, we started as the direct-to-consumer piece, and there's there's some really juicy information here. You know, that's that's the story of how Madison Reed formed, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard Amy's TV um, radio commercial on Sirius Radio, mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of Facebook ads and all sorts of cues to Madison Reed, and we really took the position as a disruptor. You know, we, we look at retail hair color, and it's been around since 1950. Women have been coloring their hair, by their own hands for 60-some years. It's not mm-hmm. new. No, and it's not new And the professional at all. community has been down on it because we needed to save our own piece of the business. So all of these rumors and myths began to emerge. A box dye hair color is horrible. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. Or you have the flip side, go ahead. Do it at home. That means more corrective work for me in the salon. Now, I, I understand. That, but I I would just like to speak to that for a moment. And I've done my own research, talking to a lot of my colleagues. And Bonnie, I have, I know some pretty heavy hitters in the in the beauty business. And I say to them, Hey, how many color corrections do you do a month? (sighs) Maybe one or two. And I Mm -hmm. said of those color corrections, how many of them are because of a bad box dye job? You know what they say? None.
1: None. None, or maybe salon. occasionally nope.
2: one. Yeah. They say usually comes from a from a another salon that the client mm. wasn't happy, and and that's the work that I'm correcting. So mm. interesting,
1: right? Right, right. So, and yeah, that is interesting. We
2: have, um, and look, I've been on the pro side for 32 years, and I love hair color. I find it fascinating. And to work for a company like Madison Reed, you know, I needed to give a lot of thought to that because I'm known as this educator and the pro guy. But from a personal standpoint, I knew that there was more. I knew that there was more that I could do. And sitting with Amy and talking to the team at Madison Reed, I just connected. There's some very bright people there from the software engineers to the product development team to our creative team, some super smart people. We can slice and dice data all sorts of ways. And now we have the chance to really tap into the beauty, the emotion side. And that's what the company is all about is, you know, empowering a woman if she has another choice. And that choice can be, hey, send it to me at home. Let me have at it. Or what's happened recently is we were just generously funded to open color bars, which is a location where women can come in and men and have a single process done or a gloss or a blow dry or some combination and they can come to Madison Reed as their primary salon location or between other salon appointments and I think that's really brilliant.
1: It it really is brilliant. So let me clarify something here so our consumers can can you know tap into this. So you are going to be opening up color bars soon. They're going to be called Madison Reed, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, they're the Madison Reed color bars.
1: Okay, so we got Madison Reed color bars, and the idea behind that is a touch-up or a single-process color, but not necessarily taking on the mermaid colors or the, the, you know, the extensive highlighting type of techniques. Correct?
2: That's correct. So a woman can log on to madisonreed.com, or she can call. We currently have two locations: one in New York City in the Flatiron District. And we have one in the Mission District in San Francisco. And the, um, we know that the number one salon service is gray coverage. The number one mm-hmm. reason that women buy hair color is to get rid of their roots and cover their gray. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is an alternative for her. And currently we charge $60 for a single process hair color. It can be $35 to add on a gloss, another 25 to $35, I, I forget right now, for a blow dry and that becomes the woman's salon service. And, you know, I'd like to say, Bonnie, the all of my colleagues that, that I'm very close with do not find this to be anything but terribly exciting. Because yeah. at a certain price point, even women that are very wealthy and have a lot of time on their hands, they don't love booking an appointment three weeks, a month in advance, or sitting for two hours. They kind of want to get in and out. Women have very busy lives. They've got a whole agenda of their partner or their children or activities. And sometimes you just forget to get your touch-up done, but you have to go away or go to a big meeting or an event. And so you call Madison Reed and you can get in and see one of our colorists, and there you go. 60 minutes, you're in and out, no drama, no fuss, and you've got salon-quality hair color.
1: You know, I, I have to I have to just be one of those yes. devil advocates in here because I'm a consumer. I might be a hairdresser, but I'm a consumer, And I am that way, David. I'm very much that way. I look at, oh, gosh, I, you know, to book, you know, I can't get into my hairdressers for a couple of weeks. Um, By that time, I'm going to need, you know, uh, retouch plus probably some highlights in order to give it some dimension or a gloss in order to kind of just, you know, balance it out is how I see it. And, um, And then what happens is it's not just two hours. Sometimes it's three hours of my time. Um, if they're working on other clients in between, and, and although I trust my stylist and I don't, you know, I certainly don't put them in a position of, of saying, hey, you can't, you know, book in between and everything, but sometimes my time is more valuable. And I do make decisions based on time and then I make decisions based on money like anybody, like any consumer type sure. of thing. So I think it's, I think it's got a real niche and it's got an ideal market for those clients that are just like, I just don't want to do it myself. It makes a mess out of my bathroom and I, I trash my towels. I am going to go and just have this done. They, they know my formula um, and, you know, I'm just going to be done with it. It'll be easy.
2: Well, here's. There's a couple of other brilliant things. You know, we have such amazing software engineers that write the code and algorithms, and we have something called the Color Advisor. It's 13 questions that the colorists use at the color bar and also the questions a woman answers online that leads her to a shade selection. Once we have that data... If she decides to not come to the color bar and she'd rather have it at home, we can pull up all that data. It all lives and it's all convenient for her. And that's that's pretty brilliant. That's pretty amazing.
1: So originally, Madison Reed started out where you could go online, you answer these questions, they would create a formula. And this was like, you know, these were professionals behind the scenes here that were supporting the formula and then shipping it to the house. and then And then this consumer would just be doing her color at home based on a professional recommendation and a professional product?
2: That's right. We have, we call the color crew, which is the internal part, and they're all licensed colorists, and they answer Facebook and chats and Instagram and emails, and they're the front line that talk to women with like a concierge service that help with the formulation. So we have real colorists that are doing, doing all of this work.
1: Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. So what is your new role going to be then, David, with Madison Reed as, as they expand into more color bars?
2: Well, we have plans in the next, oh, by 2019 to open an additional 20 color bars. That's 20 wow. brick and mortar locations. And we've run the, run the numbers. That's about 400 colorists that we'll be hiring in the professional world. And uh, I will have a hand at working with and training those folks, which is super exciting for me. I love colorists. I love hairdressers. We're crazy, but we're a lot of fun to be around. We love hair, and it's what we love to do. So Mm -hmm. we're developing Madison Reed signature application techniques and creating an experience for the folks that come in. And right now, Bonnie, in terms of what's happening trend-wise, it's all about the experience, you know, yeah. we look at yeah. even the Gen Z, right, the gener- Generation Z, which represents like 71% of the population. These, these barely out-of-high-school-aged folks want an experience with their service. And they're also little investigators, you know. They're checking us out like FBI investigators. And as long as they see that we're authentic and transparent and we've got amazing ingredients in our formula. We have no ammonia in our permanent hair color. We have all the good stuff in there. Then they're they're part of ours, you know? They can they, they want to see how authentic we are and how genuine we are. And uh, well, because, that's a market yeah. that's gonna be as big as the baby boomers.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean we called this show the beauty prosumer, and I love the I love the way that you coined this term, David, that it's a professional and the consumer because consumers today, they have access to information. They have access to techniques. They have access to making better decisions than ever before. But it's okay. We have to be able to kind of like, you know, build that bridge that says, great, you know, um, if when when you need the more extensive balayage technique or foiling techniques in order to create the dimension in your hair that, you know, that you like maybe seasonally, that's that's when they're going to go visit that hairdresser. And in between... It makes sense. Well,
2: Bonnie, it's an interesting comment you make because I have, I have colleagues of mine that have been uh, doctoring up a woman's base color and developer and sending her out the door with it and saying, here you go, uh, Bonnie, mm-hmm. this will get you through the next two weeks till you can come see me again. Or mm-hmm. they do these side book services where a woman comes in, they mix up her color, do the hairline, do the center part, and then, and I don't love this, but some of my friends are sending the women out with her color on her head.
0: Mm, and yeah, they're making a you few extra dollars.
2: I, I don't love that. I yeah. don't think that's yeah. terrific for hair color. It's a little dangerous, but mm-hmm. uh, w- what's my point? The point is that I would love for the pro community of which I'm part of to love Madison Reed, because we can be the professional that maintains her touch up in between when she comes to see you, because If you don't support that, I don't mean to sound all ominous, but when the colorist is not favorable of these activities, the woman feels shamed. She doesn't want to bring it up. She doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, She's embarrassed because her colorist Mm -hmm. is sort of down on the whole thing. But more and more, these women are root obsessed and they really want to have their color done and look fantastic and feel, feel empowered every way. So, We're happy to accept those women at the color bar in between all the fancy work and the big work that she gets done in a salon.
1: Yeah, I totally get that. And it does make sense. And I think that there's a huge opportunity um, for these clients. Um, So we're getting ready to take another break here, David. And when we come back, I want to talk about some trends. I want to talk about, you know, how you see this evolution of Madison Reed coming out, because here's how I see it they, like you just said, there's 400 job opportunities that are coming out in the next couple of years in our industry. And that's pretty powerful. That's very powerful. Yeah. So right now, though, I'm going to take a minute just to be able to thank my sponsor, Chella Brows. You know, I was out out to dinner the other night and um, this beautiful gal that uh, was a friend of a friend was with us. And she had the most amazing eyes and complexion. And I just was admiring how beautiful her skin was. But I noticed something that she had no eyebrows. They were very faint. She had light hair, light skin, light eyes like me and she had no eyebrows. And I just thought, oh, I just wanted to give her a moment and just say, you need cello brows. They're going to be able to frame your face. Because sometimes we think we have to put more makeup on in order to make our features stand out. And sometimes it's as easy as just putting some brows on. So try Chella Brows. You can get a 20% discount if you put in the code Bonnie20 if you go to Cella.com. That's Cella.com. David, thanks. Stay with us. We've got one more segment. I want to talk trends. I want to talk some great hair color. Um, and I want to talk uh, anything else that you want to share with our listeners today. So we'll be right back.
0: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways, from promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal. Finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403.
2: You count. Tune into Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillocks, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepretainment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E. Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety
0: Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to beauty inside and out.
1: Welcome back, everybody. My guest, VP of Technical Development and Education, David Stanko with Madison Reed. David, you have shared with us some amazing opportunities for the professional beauty industry by the expansion of Madison Reed creating color bars, kind of like the blow dry bars out there. And they already have an existing foundation and business that you shared with us that, you know, these are people that are. Going online, filling out this little survey, getting a formula from licensed colorists behind the scenes, your your color crew, and then it's being shipped to them, and they're doing it at home. And now the opportunity for them to be able to step into a color bar over the next couple of years, in their location, is going to be a great opportunity for them. But let's talk about let's talk about what makes the Madison Reed color, you know professional and viable and unique compared to other colors that they might be getting, whether they're buying them in the grocery store or, or whether they're going and having it professionally done.
2: Okay. Oh, I, this is one of my favorites, Bonnie, talking about the juice itself, the hair color. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a permanent hair color called Radiate Cream Hair Color. It's in a tube, and it is a non-ammonia hair color. And there's a wonderful trend against... Um, or rather four non-ammonia branded products. And it was an interesting challenge laid down to us to create a product that had a different profile of ingredients. So we don't have any ammonia or parabens or resorcinol or thylates, or gluten or sodium lauryl sulfate in the product. And this is something that really attracts a lot of women. It doesn't have the odor associated to ammoniated hair color and it has ingredients that are sort of uh, healthy-looking, healthy-loving, hair-loving ingredients. And we were challenged because if you think about it, we needed to create a portfolio, and we have about 48 shades, that can produce a balanced result, a safe result, meaning we're not going to get hot roots, so we have to have a degree of brown or background color in the shade in order to effectively cover gray. And here's one Mm -hmm. of the big separating points, Our hair color is very nuanced. It's complex. And I don't mean difficult to use. I mean complex in the way wine has a complexity to it. It has a top note, a back note, a bouquet to it. Radiant cream hair color has two and three tones in it, pre-mixed into it. So we have an NGV, natural gold violet. So the natural is the brown, and the gold violet are opposing tones. And when those two mix, one of the tones will dominate. And in that combination... It produces hair color that's very sophisticated, that is nuanced, and that has a complexity to it. And some of the retail products on the market are very simple, a little bit of gold, sort of an auburn, a little bit of a brown. This is a little bit more special. So it's an interesting challenge to do that, all in this low-profile, non-ammonia base. I really love the product.
1: Oh, that sounds amazing. Now, this is something that... Honestly, I think a consumer might question, so help me out with this one, David, as the, as the expert that you are. When you say there's no ammonia in it, I think the consumer might think that it doesn't lift so they can't go lighter without ammonia. Is that true?
2: Well, it's a, it's a choice in formulation. You need an alkali source in order for hair color to lift and lighten and to mix with developer and become permanent. So the non ammonia products, they, they don't lift excessively. They lift appropriately for a hair color situation, meaning that most women who color their hair, they might be a light brown. They might want to go to a dark blonde or a little bit lighter. So when you stay within one to two levels of your natural, this is a completely viable and beautiful option for you. Now, if you're super too and you want to be you know, a level five and six, any hair color is going to have a tough time doing that. But it's really sort of a bleaching story.
1: It is, and it's, and it's a long process. So, you know, somebody that's already... And you're right, the majority of the people out there... They probably are looking to cover gray, oh. as you stated, and/or just brighten up their hair color a little bit. You know, maybe they feel like going a little bit lighter, kind of, you know, add some brightness to their complexion um, instead of their natural color type of thing. So, so it sounds like a great formula. It sounds like a, a very health-conscious formula, which we know that consumers today are looking for healthy choices as well. Yes, I completely yeah.
2: agree. I'd love it. I'd love to. I'd love to see you in a color bar, stick, Bonnie.
1: Oh well, I uh, see. Now that would work for me. I would like to do it because it's you know for me I like going a little bit lighter on my base and just blending it all together and having some shiny shiny hair. But I am I'm, I'm developing an allergy to uh, scalp color, so I am in the I am in the business of looking for um, some new choices because I'm getting well, very sensitized. Yeah, good. Yes, that's another thing. Patch test for sure. Okay, let's can we talk trends?
2: Love to. What's on your what mind? What
1: are you seeing? Uh, some spring trends that are happening right now in hair color. Well, I you said earlier that the, a the, lot the of, mermaids go, going back out to sea.
2: <laughs> I know. I know, you know I'm not very popular when I say that, but it's a trend <laughs> that I I will be happy when it when she does go back out to sea. It's um it's beautiful work. There are people that nail it and do a great wow. job. It's all over social media and Instagram but it's a really hard look to maintain, and uh, yeah, I'll be happy. We see a trend now, sort of a pastel trend, which is nice, and if you turn to social media, you'll see, uh, aside from St. Patrick's Day that we just celebrated, we see a softening of these mermaid or these unicorn colors, which I enjoy, because it's more commercialized that way. Women can have a little hint of pink or sort of a fleshy peach Or a rose brown kind of a tone on their highlights or as a gloss, and that's really that's a pretty into spring kind of trend. Um, Another one we see is is light lightening up for spring. I'm sorry, did you want to say something?
1: Yeah, I I did. Thank you so much. I I apologize for interrupting you, but it's actually those tones that you were talking about. Those you know those pinks and those peaches and and they are co- very complimentary on a lot of complexions. They really look good on people.
2: Listen, Helen Nurren did it. She went pink for a while. It's, um, you know, a lot of the celebrities, a lot of the music folks, uh, a lot of them. Just yesterday, I saw a woman who's 100% has some bright pink pieces put through the front of her hair. And it's fun. It's wonderful. It's fun to play with. And most of the women that are doing this, they do it for a short-term thing and then they move on to another. And that's the beauty of the pastel trend is typically they leave the hair sort of rapidly. few shampoos and you're back to your blonde or back to kind of where you started.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. All right, what, what's next? What are some other trends you're seeing out there?
2: Well, blonding, blonding, blonding. It's mm-hmm. spring moving into summer, but blonding's happening in a little bit of a different way. Uh, we're getting away from light and tight which is tons of foils close to the root area, we're letting a little bit of growth come in, staying about two inches away from the root area, creating uh, bigger pieces or or striking pieces of blonde, and just being strategic where they're placed. They're not all over the head, but they're face framing, uh, streams of blonde running down the perimeter or, or the bulk of the head and back, so blonding is big. And there's a lot of sort of creating rooting, right, like a root shadow or a base drop or a little bit of depth at the root area gives it a lived in kind of a highlight and gives longevity to the woman as well. So she doesn't feel totally fresh. I just walked out of the salon. We're actually creating looks where it looks like she's been with it for four weeks or or two months. So that's a nice one, too.
1: I love that one because it it doesn't, you know, you don't have to worry two weeks down the road, you've got gray or your regrowth showing back up and you're like, I just paid $200 for this color and it already looks like I need to have it done again because it's overdone to begin with.
2: Well, it's, you know, I I always tell a story to my beauty friends and say, look, if you buy a brand new Chanel bag and the chain is shiny and the leather is untouched, it sort of, screams to people like, hey, this is new to me. Look, my first designer bag. (laughs) And you're afraid to mess it up at all. But if you have that Chanel bag and there's a few nicks in it and a scratch and a pen mark or your lipstick on it and the chain's a little dull, it says, I've been cool for a long time. I've had this bag from the beginning and now it's broken in. And it's the Mm -hmm. same thing with highlights. When it's a little, starts a little bit away from the root, then it says, look, I was cool, but I'm cooler now because I own this. I'm confident enough to not have to have every single piece of hair close to my root colored blonde, you know?
1: Yeah, I I get that. And I like the look. I like the natural look because it kind of does remind us, especially for those of us that, you know, were naturally lighter as a child. It's kind of like how our hair kind of got sun-kissed back in the day. And it, it does feel good.
2: I can't tell you the number of women that bring in pictures of their daughter's hair or their own hair when they were way back.
1: <laughs> hmm Yeah. Well, that's great. I love, I love hearing about these trends. Now, um, so at this point, you shared with us that Madison Reed has a New York and a San Francisco location, and there's more to come um, over, the next, uh, over the next year or two years?
2: Well, Are they all over gonna be the next city few driven? months, for sure. I'm sorry, Bonnie?
1: Are they going to be city-driven, or are they going to go into other types of communities?
2: Well, you know, um, when, when my announcement went out in WWD, which is Women's Wear Daily, picked up my announcement, put my name in the title and my face in there, which was stunningly, shockingly amazing to me. We also made an announcement that we partnered with a, a group called Mazerich. And they are helping us to find locations in areas that are sort of upscale areas that we'll find real estate in. So um, right now we're toying with what, what those areas will be, but I'm sure we'll see New York and San Francisco and uh, the north, north part of California with some new color bars very soon.
1: Perfect. David, will you give us how people can find Madison Reed and um, touch, be able to be connected to this organization as they grow, or maybe they want some color right now to be shipped to them?
2: Sure. It's MadisonReed.com. And if you go and search, uh, any Google search will, will take you to our landing page and website, and you can tool around and see the information. You can participate in the Color Advisor and see what sort of shade is recommended for you. We have a presence on uh, Instagram, which is Madison Reed, L-L-B, which means live life brilliantly, the mm. uh, credo of the company.
1: I love that. So it's Reed, R-E-E-D as well. So MadisonReed.com. Yeah, David, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for sharing this exciting news. I know that the professional industry is excited about the expansion of the color bars. Uh, the consumers, I'm sure, are excited because it's like they can choose now. They have a choice. And that's really what the pro-consumer and the prosumer, as you said, it's all about. It's all about them being able to have the choices and um, you know, know that that's accessible to them. So we appreciate you being on today. Thanks for sharing all the messages that you did.
2: Well Bonnie, you're the best. I'm, I'm flattered that you selected me and I'm, I hope that your, your listeners find some value in that and I can see them soon in a Madison Reed color bar.
1: That sounds great. Thank you for being with us. So you guys join us next week. I'm going to have a guest on. His name is Dr. West, and he is an advocate for breast cancer awareness. And he a tireless advocate here. Uh, he co-founded the Be Aware Foundation, a nonprofit uh, organization dedicated to saving lives um, and educating, inspiring women to follow early detection. Because what we're uncovering now is more and more women are getting breast cancer at an earlier and earlier age. So we have to start being more savvy um, as you know patrons of our own health and uh, as well as beauty so I hope you'll join me next week and as always remember that it's to be you in beauty thank you for
0: listening to beauty inside and out Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.